Hi there. Welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. My name is Michelle. And my name is Lauren, and we are your hosts. Hey, host. Hey, <laughs> This is our version of a radio talk show, and every week you can join us for a sisterly chat where we talk about literally everything. We're going to tackle current events, what's going on in the world around us. We'll share some personal insight and stories, and of course, share random bits of things we think you should know along with whatever else sisters talk about. There's a lot. So if you're into easy listening, lots of laughing and some inspiration sprinkled throughout, we are going to be fast, weird internet friends. Welcome. Hi, I'm Lauren. Well, hello there, I'm Michelle. And this is Cozy Conversations. Conversations. And that is our new intro. Do you guys like it? That was a good one. <laughs> we hope so, because oh. we're most comfortable with that one so it, far. Yeah, this one is the one that felt the most natural to us. <laughs> And we're live. I, I like that, but we weren't live. I just always wanted to say, and we're live, so I thought I would tie it into what we do. Well, hopefully one day we'll, we'll host a live podcast episode, and you will have that dream come true. Oh, I will, for, for the first time, say it live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stay tuned. My favorite is when Michelle also will go on Instagram story and be like, hi, I'm, I'm here live in my home. I'm like... Well, you are, but you aren't. You know what? I just, I think that deep down inside, I, maybe I thought I wanted to be some sort of a news, like a broadcaster, but I also know that that I would not be able to do that job. I think you would actually. Only, only if there is a tele, do the, do the people behind the cameras, because you've had a, you had a small stint in this area of work. Do the cameras, do someone, is there a sign, is somebody holding a card that says every word you have to say, or are you just off the cuff rattling news? No, golly, for for what I did at Arlington Park, which was just entertainment reporting, so we're just having fun, right? But we did do bits and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Long stuff with big numbers, someone would hold like a whiteboard, like if I was reading like a payout for a horse, but like I do today. I oh, with your clipboard? clipboard? Ah, yeah. You guys, so since I don't have my computers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe what I'm looking at right now. And Michelle's on her laptop and I'm holding a clipboard with a printout of our show. <laughs> but I like it because it's so old school. And like, I like, mean, listen to this, you guys. It's like. But it actually looks less cumbersome. And a little bit easier, like user friendly. And I can jot down notes and highlight. And I'm thinking, but and then I go <sighs> with conscious. The more why why print when I can just go digital? But yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I think about what I threw in the garbage yesterday, and we're doing the best we can. You in know, in regards to were you cleaning out something? Yes, the fridge. It is horrific. The containers of condiments mm. that go in the garbage. Mm -hmm. It's a problem. I actually stopped myself from buying. Remember I said I was going, I, I told Michelle I was going to get my husband as a stocking stuffer that truff sauce. Yeah. And I saw it at the store. It was on sale. And my hand was like reaching for it. I'm like, yeah. get it. You said you wanted it. And then I'm like, I don't freaking need it. I have a ketchup that has a truffle flavor. Yeah. Why do I, this one's a hot sauce with truffle, which sounds amazing. Yep. I'm going to just wait till one of my bottles runs out. <sighs> I know, and before the ex they expire, like that's the true challenge. Dude, I have such bad news about a, pro a condiment. Speaking of, dear God, it's not the garlic chili sauce, is it? It is not. I don't think that will ever, ever. This garlic, it's in the like the Asian style. Yeah. That is so good. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, no, this one, Michelle, just as good. The wasabi mayo from Trader Joe's is no longer and you guys were big fans of it huge fans well of that's that. so annoying we would use it for blts and then i had a very strange concoction which i have since um revamped because i didn't have it it's gross but it's tuna in a can okay with wasabi mayo and i would 
and use fr- uh, frozen peas and, I, and a lot of pepper. And I know that sounds gross, but it was so damn good. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of peas and tuna. It was real good. It gave it like a little crunch. Yeah, you it. know what Trader Joe's got rid of that I loved? They used to have those sweet cherry peppers in a jar. The yes, red, round, those. sweet cherry peppers. They got rid of those. What the hell? Some of their stuff is seasonal. For instance, they're really good um, pumpkin gluten-free pancakes. I usually buy an extra one to have throughout the whole season because once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah, until next year. The peppers aren't coming back, though. I agree. Those are not. Neither is my mayo. Um, I'll stop complaining. I'm sorry. No griping. No griping. We'll We'll talk about that later. (laughs) You guys, Michelle and I wanted to catch up because, you know, we did spend some of our Christmas together. Mm -hmm. Um, we did just the siblings. We did on Christmas Eve. No um, no older folks joined us. We did all that separately. Um, Michelle, how was your Christmas day and whatnot? Well, actually, I, I after reflecting about it, there were some really um, lovely things. I think that this, because as you mentioned, we spent time with the elders, the grandparents, the day before is a way to try to keep ourselves distant from them, whatever. There was an intimacy that we did not have in the Christmases prior because Mm -hmm. our house is full of tons of people, the chaos, the kids. It's wonderful, but the grandparents loved it. They got to watch their grandkids open their presents and and talk with them and connect with them. Mm -hmm. It was it was quality over quantity in every way. Yes. You know, it wasn't yes. the big party. It wasn't the big event, the big affair, the, it, the the long time. It was a totally smaller, abbreviated version. And Christmas Eve was lovely. Yeah, it was now, lovely. Michelle, you gave the gift of Rubik's Cube? Rummy Cube. Rummy Cube. Rummy Cube. It's like, yes. Every household needs this damn game. It's a great game. And Lauren, I was proud of you. Because you persevered. We played it on Christmas Eve. And you were struggling, but you powered through and Listen, you picked it up quick. You throw out a bunch of little, they look like little tablets with They're um, tiles. tiles. Mm-hmm. Like they look like dominoes, but with numbers. And it's like, you've got to get 30. And there's a lot, there's math involved. If you played Rummy, the card game Rummy, yeah. it's the same with tiles. Oh, with tiles. But mm-hmm. huge fan. Yep. Also, Michelle and I partner gifted Anthony his chessboard, and now that's one of my favorite gifts. <laughs> piece of art. Yeah, it's like a piece of art. We picked well. out a super kick-ass chessboard. It's a little bit more modern, mm-hmm. and we got this at the at Fair Games in LaGrange. Yep. So holler at them over there. Those gamers, board. those chessboards are going like hotcakes. Michelle, what else did you get for Christmas? Um, I got some. I got some good stuff. I got a couple of books. Um, my brother-in-law actually gifted me with the book Milk Street, um, the Milk Street cookbook. Have you ever watched Milk Street on, Street on PBS? I've never even heard of it. I honestly thought it was the the cafe, Milk Street Cafe or Milk Cafe. Milk, yeah, in Lagrange. Yes. Nope, nope. This is um, a beautiful cookbook. And I got what else? Oh, my favorite thing: my Lodge cast iron Dutch oven. Very nice. I know you've wanted, that was on your wish list. That was on my wish list. I kind of got that after Christmas, but it worked out well. Mm-hmm. My favorite pair of pajamas. Yeah. Um, Ryan got me a pair last year. They're a Z Supply. You've talked about Z Supply before. So they gifted me with another pair, and it is like sleeping in cashmere. Oh. I, I don't know what it is. This. I don't know what it is. I wanted to wear them here. Well, speaking of like kind of cozy stuff, mm-hmm. you know, I got that gnome hoodie. Mm, Lauren. So my dad's partner, which not to be mistaken with his business partner, mm-hmm. he's no longer with us. R.I.P. George. GTS. GTS. 
but it's his girlfriend, Debbie. But mm-hmm. I asked them, I said, what do you guys want me to call you? Like, is that your boyfriend? And she's like, no, no. So we decided on partner. partner. I like partner. I like partner. Mm-hmm. So my dad's life partner gave me, gave me this blanket that has a button where I can like button it. It's something I've always wanted. It's like... It's- it reminds me of something that Little Red Riding would wear in the colder time, darker months. Yes, Michelle. That's pretty, it's her Huga Cozy Cape. Yep. And the hood has like a little point to it and there's balls that hang from it. You're in love. I'm obsessed. But yesterday I had it on and Anthony smelled it and he goes, this smells. <laughs> so I, I put it in the washer, of course. But um, that was one of my favorite gifts. And then Anthony has been helping me um, like soup up my bath time tub so like over the past couple like like um occasions like anniversary and birthday yeah he got me the like the, the proper like pillow for my bath because i bath i love i'm it. jealous of your bath situation oh my God. then he got me this bamboo bath caddy which is there's like a slip for your your wine glass a book it keeps your book up so I can literally lay back and just sit and read with a glass of wine. I literally don't know what this particular relaxation experience feels like. I've never had something like this, experienced this. Is this because you don't, what's the problem? The bath, okay. the bathtub. It's the bath experience it's is really, I just feel bath. like I'm not a big person <laughs> and I feel like the dude that, I feel like Will Ferrell an elf when I get inside my bathtub. Okay. But now, okay, so it's the size of it. So even if you were to like candle it up, set the, it still wouldn't It's do just it. not going to take me to that place. I've got to definitely, I'm, I've got to find some other spots for. One day I'm going to let, set up a bath for you in my You'll home. draw, you're going to draw me a bath? I'm going to draw you a bath. I'll stay down here and work and I'll set it up for you. <laughs> I, so bring your cozy clothes. Oh my God. Lauren, your bathroom, is this the, do you bathe in the same bathroom with Jeff? Goldblum? Oh, yes. Jeff and I bathe together. So Lauren, I, yeah. have, I have a shower curtain mm-hmm. that I was gifted a few years back from my husband. Um, it is, a, it's a, I'll, actually, I'll post it on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Jeff's face and a monkey. It's the strangest thing, but I will never no, don't ever. get rid of it. It's amazing. When we have a kid, that will be what our child sees before bath and after bath time. Oh and when God. they poop. <laughs> It's a great vision. <laughs> I mean, if you are a guest in my bathroom, if you go to use our restroom, you are looking at a monkey and Jeff's face, and it's looking right back at you. I am more obsessed with him now because of you. It's a good guy to be obsessed with. It's fun to watch. Very good actor. Uh, Michelle, update on um, yes, Sexy Jan. Lauren, there's something going on. This is <laughs> this is this is an this is a there's a break in the case. We have a development here, okay? Um, breaking news. <laughs> She's on to us, Anthony. So if you've been following us along, my sister Michelle, her um, mother-in-law Jan makes really delicious desserts. Anthony has um, so poetically referred to her as sexy Jan because he likes good desserts. Listen, when somebody can throw down in the kitchen like that, that's the nickname that's you get. Sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. I agree. So, um. A we're thinking maybe Jan has caught wind of this somehow. If you're listening, Jan, hey. Um, <laughs> because Anthony received a bag of cookies just for him from Jan. Yeah, your name was not on the card. And the thing is, she also makes incredible nuts. So I'm going to need that recipe. <laughs> well, if she's listening, maybe she'll send you some snail Pretty mail. Please. Oh, my God. Lauren, she sent you 
nothing. No, it's okay. But I did sneak a cookie. I had to like literally steal it. This was and the gin. Was this, this the ginger snap with, dipped in white chocolate? Yep, those are the ones. And so Anthony, good. I said, "Wow, Anthony, I think Jan might be flirting with you." And he says, "Message received." <laughs> Totally. So that's where we Love are it. there. That was some Christmas cheer, some joy. Yeah, Michelle, and I also want to say that my, yeah. my Pavlov was What a, a smash, sl- smash hit of 2020. Slam dunk. At the kit, Margot, our Mar- niece. So, okay, a Pavlov is a Russian dessert. It's named after like a prima donna ballerina okay. many, many years ago. Okay. Not sure what the... It looks like a giant meringue. It is. That's literally what it is. So okay. you got to whip the eggs, then you bake it like a disc. Did you give it that rose color? No, Did that, you, that's, that's where that's you want to get it to. It, the hue of it was beautiful. I was worried that it was burning, but it wasn't. I checked photos, and it's not perfectly white. It has like this like... Almost as if you were going to like hold a marshmallow for a millisecond over mm-hmm. a campfire. It Just, was lovely. Yeah, it was. And then you top it with homemade whipped cream and fresh fruit. Oh, you guys, my God. It's a great dessert when you've eaten a ton of food, but you still want something sweet, sweet because it's light. Was it difficult to make? The first time I messed it up because I over whipped my egg whites and I didn't, I've never whipped egg whites before you used your mixer I'm, i use uh, my hand mixer okay and there is a there is a technique about how slow or fast you want to go and i i went too slow for too long so it just okay. got sloppy okay the next time i did it slow and then to fast okay and that was i think i need to do it even longer next time to get it higher so you wanted it a little bit higher but lauren it was we really should make good. that for the blog that is an excellent dessert and all year round it's going on the it's going to go on the the calendar now yeah, okay. okay good idea it was great, um, Lauren. Other than that, unfortunately, we do have, um, we were going to share this because um, we talked power about of, this, yeah. but we figured, you know, the power of human thoughts and prayers. Prayers and well wishes. Um, our other sister, Andrea, the night of Christmas Eve, our her, her mother-in-law, who's like a family member to us, her name's Carol, she had a terrible fall. She, has fa- she fell down the stairs, had emergency brain surgery, and is now... We, we just want her, her to, wake to wake up. up. We want her to wake up. So with that being said, send, know, send prayers. Yeah, her name is Carol. And if you have like, I know a lot of, I've got friends on Facebook who are like, okay, who do I need to pray for today? And Kendra, if you're listening, mm-hmm. thank you for mm-hmm. doing that. So if you're that person or you meditate, whatever, please, her name, just give it to Carol. She is the strongest, most wonderful woman we all love her so much Mm -hmm. and we just want to see her again that's it um so thank you we appreciate that yeah all right um we wanted to get that out so let's uh, traverse a little bit okay let's go back to christmas for just a second yeah because it's time to take our damn christmas decorations down soon are you when do you take yours down um well in years past pre faux tree the moment Christmas was over, wow! the tree was dragged out the front door. Really? And now? We have a fake tree. Mm-hmm. And it is such a pleasure. And those needles stay right where they're supposed to be. And it, no one's bending down to feed that thirsty motherfucker every other day. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've sh- got to feed them. Where does the water go? I don't know. Where does it go? And the, le- and, the, and the needles still all you walk by a slight breeze you look over half the tree's bald oh, and anyway. i never had a real tree in my home at home with mom we did so i, I understand the circumstances and mom was a tosser outer immediately after as well it was the day after christmas she yes. did not wait okay anyway we leave it up until after new year's eve now 
but there's no sign of Santa in the house. So all of my Santa decor and Christmassy things Mm -hmm. have been boxed and put away. And our Christmas trees are up and I have like a winterscape mantle with lots of candles. I'm keeping my winterscape mantle. That's staying up until they start selling tulips or the first crocus to break through the ground. Um, A friend, I asked this question on our Instagram and I loved what one woman wrote. She said that she she puts all the Christmas stuff away January one or two. Yeah. Then she keeps the beautiful remnants of winter decor. Yeah. Until with just little bits of red, so she could float right into Valentine's Day. Love it. Day. Love it. Isn't that great? Yes. Love that. I love the way. I think red is my for me. You know, some people do blues and golds, mm. and I don't know if it's like because my house is gray and white that that pop of red makes me feel so happy. But I love the red accent, and I kind of follow that gal's suggestion and leave the red. I agree. I have some things that transition nicely. Yeah, I like red. I do. The, I'm pretty old fashioned. Just green, red, white, mm-hmm. silver, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and gold, silver, and gold. Silver. Oh my God. Yeah, I'll be taking mine down on January second. Okay. I'm gonna drink Same. mimosas right. on the first. For New Year's, we're gonna make crab legs. That sounds lovely. Play chess. Lauren, we're playing after we're done here. And then we are definitely. I'm. Let's go into what we're watching because we'll okay. go back to Blinkus. Okay. I'm hoping that we finish the leftovers. I am a junkie. It's a problem. Like Anthony, I take the remote when an episode is ending and I take it so he can't turn the television off. I remember being very into it, except it kind of gave me some anxiety. I could see why. Right? Like a hundred percent can see why. Yes. There's a lot going on. Uh, if you haven't heard of the show or watched it, I believe it came out like 2013, 14, and it had three seasons, The Leftovers, starring Justin Thoreau, who mm. is Jen Aniston's ex-husband, yeah. who is so devastatingly handsome that it's sometimes it's distracting because you're trying to watch the show and his shirt comes off again. Mm-hmm. So there he is naked again. He's shirtless a lot. Or making love to someone. I'm like, yeah, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, damn. this guy's always mm-hmm. topless and horny. Yeah. Yeah. Nice but job. no complaints. Yeah, he's easy on the eyes. So I speak, like his style too. And speaking of eyes, there was I did some research, and it does appear or seem that he wears eyeliner. Maybe there t- is it. Did you determine eyeliner. if is it? Did you determine that that's what it is? It, some people it, get that tattooed. It's not tattooed because there are plenty of those without it. On okay. Them. Okay. Wow, you were really studying. Uh huh. I did eyes. a lot of close-ups, and I kept seeing how handsome he is. Mm-hmm. I did, did preferred ways of where how he wears his facial hair. Yeah beard all the way yeah you know um but he he's never come forth to say yes i wear guy liner but i think he does in a couple episodes and it looks good i'm I'm down with it i'm down with it too i think my eyes always look better with a little eyeliner on the inner lid yeah just a little bit yeah so we're gonna watch the leftovers and basically the 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 point of the, the show is are they in purgatory did the world end? it's kind of apocalyptic mm-hmm. um, people start just disappearing uh-huh. it's a great storyline and i'm hooked so it reminds me of lost i know we've talked about this which i've you, never Michelle, i've never watched that show dive in it's it's literally addicting I can i watch stop. that with my 12 year olds i think yes okay as long as they won't have a fear of flying afterwards will will is pretty nervous just about everything so we'll just <laughs> it's not a big deal mia's more like me so speaking of flying we were talking about db cooper last night yeah did you uh, did you look into it any further no do you want to hear what happened yes okay. so there's a show on hbo you guys called i think it's just called db cooper 
You've never heard of DB? No. Okay, I feel like you may have seen a sketch of his face. So back in, it was in the 19, gosh, late 1960s, I believe, or was it 71? He, this man boards a Boeing 727, and he, right at about takeoff, he gives a note to the air, the flight attendant, and she thought, you know, he's smoking a cig, drinking like a rum and coke, and she thought that he was like hitting on her, giving her the phone number, because mm-hmm. that's what they used to do back then. And she goes back, comes back again, and he says, Miss, you better read that note. I've got a bomb on this plane. And so from there, they take off, and now they are starting these negotiations mid-air. He wants $200,000 in cash in um, 20s, and he wants four parachutes. Damn. Yep. Um, and basically, they so now the, the pilots speak with the FBI, and they start getting everything he wants. So they circle, I think, Seattle for two hours. No one's on the plane is alarmed. They don't really know what's going on. They land to get the money in the parachutes. And then the the airline asked him, can we please release the passengers? I do. I've never heard this story. Oh my God. It's it's the only unsolved like plane uh, plane hijacking in American history. It's like never been solved. So he says, yes, he wasn't. And the, the flight attendants, like he was, he was nice. He got impatient a couple times, but he never threatened to harm me or harm anyone. He said he had a bomb, but he wasn't like going crazy. He was really, they said he was really cooperative. Wow. They let off the passengers. They go back up in the Come air. Come on. I swear to God, they go back up in the air and he requested a certain altitude because he, the thing is, he was very smart. You're probably wondering why does he need four parachutes? A, because he knows that if one goes wrong, he's got three backups and he asked for two front two back the front are like the you that's like the last minute okay shoot like yeah that's like the the backup well this boeing that he boarded back in the day they had a back staircase that from inside you can open the staircase so he did that he departed he sends the air flight attendant up front what are you talking about and then he He jumped he jumped out of he point braked it out of the back braked it yes are you kidding no he jumps out of the airplane and where were they at this point in the sky over what part i forget if it was mexico or nevada but deserty or something I thought that, but then I think he, I, Michelle, I'm totally wrong on that one detail. I forget where That's he fine. Is. Never been found. Shut your but mouth. But still to this day, there are people who are like family members, daughters, wives, who are they, like, my husband was D.B. Cooper based on behaviors and interests and things like that. So they don't even really know they, who they he have no, was? They, they, have, they have suspects who maybe, I think many are like no longer with us. They never, this is unsolved. What? He wore sunglasses the whole time. It's so weird. It's such a weird story. You guys check it out. Um, it is called a DB. It's a DB Cooper. It's just, it's like a one and a half, it's a one hour, hour and a half documentary. And it's pretty cool. And okay. And start diving into all the other conspiracy theories out there. There's always those. And if you're into um, air flight um, situations, like crashes, you know, really fun yeah. things to listen to. There's a great podcast called Black Box down and they cover aviation mysteries or things so into that stuff i'm gonna check that story out that's very interesting 
It's really interesting. Are you watching anything? I'm not watching much, but Ryan and I were able to take in an Amazon Prime flick about a wrestler oh, for yeah. people what that was it, called? it was called The Last Champion. And for people that don't know, my husband was wrestled, you know, he was a collegiate wrestler, whatever. So, and we he don't really. He was a really, grappler. He was, he was a grappler. Wait, Michelle, but he still is because still our brother in law's grapple at the Christmas I know, dinner. I know. It's not something I'm proud of. <laughs> and I bothers me after like 50 miller lights and we're getting older and like <laughs> i mean accidents happen clearly anyway um we were wrapping presents or i was wrapping presents and ryan and i were like well it's, this looks like something we could get into um and it was good it if you're into wrestling or have a young person into wrestling mm-hmm. i would say absolutely because this is a story about a person whose career which was he was a decorated wrestler went off to the olympics and screwed his whole journey up for, due to steroid use uh, so is it a documentary no it's a, it's a movie it's a film. and okay. he comes back to his town after 20 years mm-hmm. And he's embarrassed and shameful, but something happens in the story where he kind of is gets the opportunity to redeem himself. Um, and it was okay, but I will say there's the coach said one thing to him that resonated with me and which was great. And he said it was something along the lines of he was seeing his coach for the first time in 20 years. Mm-hmm. And his coach said, hey, don't be going backwards now. We all make mistakes. And I... And I loved that. I love that. Yeah, don't go backwards. Stay for, Go forward or at least stay present. We, and we all make mistakes. Of course. Go be kind to yourself. Actually, a gift they got from Michelle's daughter, it's called How to Develop a Growth Mindset. And it's for young girls her age, like pre-tweens growing up, about how to deal with growing up. Like it's, the mindset. And there was a part about mistakes. And it's like mistakes are a good thing, little one, because mistakes make you learn. Yep. It's a great book I found at Target. I'll find the link. Well, to it. and you inspired me for Will after the, I saw that book. Mm-hmm. I was doing a little last minute, and I went to Target, and I found one for for boys mm-hmm. that is about how our brain is mal. It's in kids, like at a kid's level, about how our brain never stops growing, mm-hmm. and we can learn and do new and hard things forever. It's it was great. So there, you inspired that. There's a whole little section in a Target book section for kids on mindfulness. It's one of the bookends at my Target. So just seek it out. But there's tons of meditation yeah. books. Body books. Yeah, stuff wonderful. like that. Yeah, you're right. All right. We have a couple of this just in. There's some good celebrity news and drama happening out there. Let's Do kick, tell. Yeah, let's kick it off with Jenny Aniston. Speaking of Justin Thur- Thoreau. And yeah. Whatnot. Wait, Michelle, who do you think's hotter? Justin Thoreau mm-hmm. from The Leftovers yeah. or Justin Trudeau, the Canadian Prime Minister? Thoreau. Oh, God. Trudeau is so Damn cute. It. This is a hard one for me. Really? Yeah, really. I golly. like Thoreau's edgy look. I do too, but then I got to think about that one. Listen, if both of them came up with me and someone was like, I got a fake gun right next to pick one of them, I'm going Trudeau. Okay. I'm going with the Prime Minister. Okay. Fair enough. I think things would be different in the you have with been, each of them. Listen, but. you've been talking about them for a while. Yeah, you know, I'm, ta- I'm taking the opportunity. <laughs> you can have Thoreau. Now we don't have to fight over them. Okay. So Jen Aniston came under. Um, she got in some hot water because of an ornament photo. She posted a photo of an ornament. And it said, oh, it's like a cute little round one. It says, our first pandemic. And people are really upset with her. Really? Yeah. And I've got feelings. What are your feelings? My feelings right out of the gate are 
I think people need to lighten up. People are very upset, but this is because why? Because she's making a joke about a very serious situation. But then why is it okay then? So are those? I'm curious. Are those individuals upset over like the hand sanitizer or not? I I have a a dumpster fire of 2020 hanging up on my tree. I suppose perhaps if we lost someone due to COVID, maybe we wouldn't LOL at it. I mean, I didn't laugh out loud at it. I, do, I have really I think no pe- feelings about people it. People need to lighten up. I agree. And I'm my other thought, and this is going to run into the next this, Justin, yeah. is that social media has captured people's attention so much so that they get all up in arms over and on social media. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of, that to me is more alarming than Jen Aniston's little ornament. Yeah, that's where I'm kind of glad that I've been spending less and less time on social media and it's honestly lovely. Okay, I was scrolling yesterday in my discovery because I like to fill up my personal handles with like vintage images mm. of actresses and whatnot. And I For me, across... I like dumpster fires. I like my <laughs> scroll to just have the constant reminder of the, reminder of the dumpster. And I scrolled into this video Oh my God, it was about, it was a period video. It was about menstruation. Okay. And it was literally a woman, I don't, yeah, holding a, a used tampon. Come describing on. Come on. How she studies it. I'm done. I'm done. And I, and I think this is how I feel about this. I'm so for, I'm reading this book called Awakening Fertility, and it, it tells you, you want to know about your menstruation and yeah. about your cycle. Yeah. I'm totally game with that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was not pleased that right after I ate dinner, I was looking at someone's bloody tampon. You know, well, that also goes along the same lines as when people show a picture of their dog's pile of shit on a, <laughs> like a living room floor or their smashed toenail from an, do, that's, no, or an injury. I'm oh sorry. Oh my God, the injury, there are, like their arm is cut off and they're like, I've hurt, I did th- a thing. There is, you know what? There is a line. <laughs> and you know what? We should maybe save this for another conversation. But like, there are some things I believe you just don't put on social media. I don't have kids, but we all know this, but something that I feel about that I know is, what you're going to say. I know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, I, I'm going to be brutally honest. Maybe because I had a mom who sometimes would get food on her face and it would just, I was like, oh, kids with food on their face grosses me out. Yeah. Is that really, really rude? Now being a mom, having cute kids that did that, are you like, you're a bitch? Food, Ryan. no, food, no, I get you're you when you have a child at that point everything cute. goes no 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 <laughs> I think kids are sometimes dirty foul little beings and they're filthy and they produce a lot of waste um <laughs> I don't know for me it's the snots oh, I don't I like handle, dripping snots I'm already that is where I'm can handle the other stuff that's food. where but you're saying boogie over over food the what if this the if there is discharge being coming down the upper lip someone please for the love of god wipe the face i remember growing up there were a couple kids in kindergarten it makes me laugh because their nose would run so bad and i just remember and i know exactly who, just them licking it licking it and i'm like can oh. you please just take a kleenex our brother had a teammate when he was a little boy we called him matt the hat lauren and his hat covered his eyes to his nose and all we saw was boogers drip into his mouth Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you for that. Okay, perfect segue. Not at all. But another <laughs> this just in. Okay, this is, there's a lot going on. Is this on. juicy? This is with, um, it, I, I didn't realize, I actually thought her name was pronounced Hilaria Baldwin, but she does pronounce it Hilaria Baldwin. So this is um, 
Alec, Alec, sweaty balls. Yes. Wife. Oh my God. It is a full circle. Sweaty balls. Wife. Yes. It's his wife. And they have 11 teen children. <laughs> How many kids do they have? I think five, four for sure. They might have five. She just had a baby. I don't keep track of this family as much. She is a baby maker. Yeah. She's very fertile. Very fertile. Um, so what's happening right this second is that she is doing a lot of like explaining herself now, if you follow Chrissy Teigen, recently on Twitter, she wrote the funniest tweet, and she wrote, I'm finally going to do something this year that I, pro- that I told all of you, or that I, that I said I promised I was, I finally did something this year that I promised I was going to do, not going to explain shit to you people. And I was like, <laughs> now that, now that's the way to live life. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, she's, she's great. She's out there, but she's great, right? Well... With Eladia, she's coming under fire because she's basically, it's being said that she's not really who she says she is or, or her facts about her upbringing in life aren't fact, indeed factual. Okay. For okay. On one of her bios, like her official bio with her manager and whatnot, it is said that she was born in Mallorca, Spain. Okay. Or in Spain, I believe Mallorca okay. is there. And that she came over to the States and she has said that she has come to the States around the age of 19 to attend university in New York. So before you go any further, yes. what you're telling me is that what we would previously, what we understand Aleria to be is Spanish. Exactly. Got she it. She is saying that I'm, I'm Spanish and I came to America. Can we call her a Spaniard? I mean... I don't know if they use that word anymore. It's probably from the gladiator days. I'll stop interrupting. I think she's just Spanish. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, she, okay. So she is now, I, I, someone has now said, I don't know if it was someone like that. She went to high school with Iladia was actually born Hillary. Her name is Hillary. She was born with the name Hillary and she was born here in, I think, Massachusetts or Connecticut, East Coast. East Coast. Her mom's like a, her mom is a professor. Her dad's a lawyer, I believe. Even someone went so far to say like her dad has ties to back as far back as the American Revolution. I was like, wow. I wish I had that genealogy. (laughs) What's, you know, like what's your lineage? So she is... I watched her. She did like a seven minute video. I got hooked on this story because. Well, now I'm hooked. Well, like we were just talking about social media. If there was no such thing as social media, I'm sure she'd be just walking around town being Hillary. Hillary. Hey, Hill. Yeah, but I feel like it it sounds like the accusations are that she was doing things and creating this story to be be feel and look more interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, She also uses a bit of an accent when she Mm. talks. Now, she wouldn't be the first one to do this. We know Madonna gained an accent when she married Guy Ritchie. Johnny Depp. Dorit. Dorit has a bit of an accent. accent that Mm -hmm. we don't know where it came from. But Eladia also does the same thing. She has has like a Spanish accent with when Mm. she speaks. And not all the time, but you definitely hear it. Well, that's also interesting that she doesn't have it all the time. Well, it is interesting because there is a video that surfaced of her on the Today Show She's known as like an influencer, like kind of like a health junkie. Yeah. And there's a video of her showing how to make something. And she says, um, there's not many ingredients here. All you need are tomatoes. And wait, how do you say this, this, this word in English? Oh, cucumber. So she said she didn't, you know, she didn't know the word for cucumber. Now I'm trying not to laugh because <sighs> I have no right. I'm <laughs> maybe she forgot the damn English word to a cucumber. Maybe. Happens to me all but the time. She did same. She did come out a day or two ago with this video, 
talking about why she changed her name eventually to from Hillary to Eladia. And in both languages, it means happiness. So she said she identified more with Hilaria over Hillary. Um, her parents did end up at one point retiring to Spain, uh-huh. but just like 10 years ago, though. And she's 36 now. And that she was born here. She never really said why it said on her bio that she was actually born in Spain or why she has... Um, claimed that she came to the States at 19 to fulfill like this dream of going to university. She actually went through like a really I like, prestigious. <laughs> I like how you said it like a European because only well, the why. Europeans call it university. Yeah, in Aussies. Well, mm-hmm. actually, I, I was so many. But she, so there is this kind of very strange made up web of storyline and she's coming forth now saying like hey um she doesn't apologize and i don't think she should like chrissy Teigen says she shouldn't have to explain shit to people she can actually come on there and be like i can actually do and say whatever i want leave me alone which i kind of would almost love for her to do that mm-hmm. because you know what what if i want to be called loren now or loudon you could do i can go to the to the city hall and do that if people, I wanted to? People do it all the time, and I don't have a problem with that. People don't like their name, or they, as she said, didn't connect yeah, she, with yeah. Hillary. Mm-hmm. Fair and enough. she is bilingual, so she did grow up speaking Spanish and English. Why she chose to... Maybe enhance a story. Yeah, I don't, I think to be feel more or sound more interesting. Well, that that's unfortunate. I agree. It is unfortunate. So, yeah, she's come under fire. Amy Schumer. uh, Yeah, Amy Amy Schumer. Schumer. had some fun kind of doing some stuff back and forth via Instagram. So now there's like this, is she getting bullied by Amy? There's just so much. And you know what? It's a cruel world that we live in. And social media is Mm -hmm. honestly the bane of our existence. They say what she was, I, I completely agree with you. And yeah, you know what? That's it. That, you know, that's it with that story. That's what's, well, that's what's I'm, happening. I've, I've been, I've often been curious about her because of I her, of her, just her relationship with Alec Baldwin. They have like a, it not, it's not a big deal, but she, he's significantly older. I was more into him like, holy shit, this guy's like a grandpa and he's having so many babies. Yeah, she's, well, you know, well, of course, she's so much younger, but she has always piqued my interest. But I don't know, that story kind of annoys me about her now, you know, I totally get it. And I will say that I did not feel inclined to follow her. I am like, you know, I get to choose to have this bullshit in my system, in my feed. It's one of those stories that like we talk about social media, there's so much bullshit behind it. Yeah. I miss the days when there wasn't social media, but then we've talked about how we've made so many lovely friends and connections that without social media, we probably wouldn't be friends with some beautiful gal out in the Hamptons in New York who's an amazing gardener. You're right. and But even beyond that, social media does have other good qualities. It's how we network and yes. find people that you know we're looking for help or jobs or whatever and there are positives to it the problem is is I feel as though people behind their screen have no fear concern or consideration for a person and are so cruel with their words and And that's the part that I don't like and that's when I'll I'll never forget when I first heard the, the word troll it's like you're Ugh, an inner, what an, like an ugly word right and it's like I, at first I hated that word I'm like oh they're just an asshole mm-hmm. but it's true there's people that are like out there just to cause a ruckus yeah well that's that oh and before we leave you guys Archwell Audio Harry and Megan they've put out their first podcast 
I want to listen. You know, it's just it's how a, do they sound? It's a collect. Well, their their voices are beautiful. They really are. She's quite soothing, and we talked about this last. Yeah, time. but how did they like? What was their content? Oh, was their it content? Yeah, was their first holiday special. They were bringing on like really famous people. Mm-hmm, of course, so, of course. I kind of was hoping they were. I thought they were going to bring on like people in the front lines that are like you know, Sally Joel out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. No, but it's like Brene no. Brown. You know, Tyler. Ty- what is it? Ter- Tyler Perry. Yep who they stayed in his like multi multi million dollar home when they first came back yeah. to the states. Mm-hmm. A lot of connections there. Of but, course. So it's it's a it, I mean tune in if there's some good stuff there but Michelle before we leave well let's leave with this. Yeah. Brené Brown was on there. Okay. And she said that before she starts any meetings and whatnot with her crew or her staff she says right now two words how do you feel? In two words. In this moment, yes. post Christmas, lighter entering into the new year little excitement mm. slash overwhelm okay okay sorry that was three that's okay three that, that, that I like that what are yours I think I'm feeling um I'm feeling nervous because of Carol as we mentioned yeah so I have that like little anxious looming yeah mm-hmm. looming I feel mm-hmm. looming mm. and then I also feel I'm gonna go with um I'm looking forward to I'm in the presence of feeling excited about the new year. Hell yeah, yes. coming up. Um, so with that, that is our show for today. This is pre-New Year, so last couple days of 2020. Mm-hmm. Soak it up. Soak it in. <laughs> soak it up. Soak it in, guys. <laughs> um, we're gonna come at you with a special New Year's special coming up. Um, right after this, we're gonna tape it. Thanks for listening. Please leave us a um, a review. Subscribe to our podcast. Always subscribe. And we never put this out there. Follow what? us on our social media. If you yep. want to see the stuff we're talking about more in real time, at the Sister Proj and also at Cozy, cozy Convos, Convos with, with TSP. TSP. Ooh, and on that note, stay, stay cozy. cozy. Thank you for joining us for today's Cozy Conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at The Sister Project and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy. Stay cozy.